Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton and I am bringing you a live from Facebook that I did back in our community page, which you are all welcome to join. So swipe up for any of the links from what I'm talking about. Come and join our community page. Right now as a community, we are going through weight loss God's way. It was our 31-day challenge. We kicked it off back in the new year, back on January 6th. So we are like neck deep into it now. And each week I do a a teaching back on that community page. And this one, uh, week three, it's our third teaching of four. Um, It builds, so go back through all the other shows and you can hear um, the past few teachings that we've we've been building. We have been getting a a new framework for weight loss. What does it mean? How do we do it? And in each episode, we want to honor that there are people that really do would feel better and life uh, would be lived more actively if there was actual weight to lose. And the, the weight loss God's way will help you do that. And then there are those that just need to lighten up, relax, and not feel so obsessed or driven by the size of their pants or the reflection in the mirror that doesn't seem to ever feel satisfied. So this teaching is gonna continue to help you understand why. I titled it, Making Sense of Your Nonsense. How about that? Let's make sense of your nonsense. And honestly, we're gonna do some neuroscience a little bit today. You, um, You need to hear this. It will help you have groundwork and framework for your whole life, for your mind, your will, and your emotions, we can get renewal and become the new creation that God called us to be. So we're gonna do some of that today. By the way, if you've wanted to join Weight Loss God's Way and you missed it when we did it as a donations only, we did it, um, you know, the new year was just anyone could join for any donation amount. Well, you can join now, you can get it. It'll be yours to have and to hold and to use as needed, when needed, for just $19. Swipe up on the show notes and get it for just $19. This price will only be available through February 12th of 2020. And then like all our other at-home products and and programs that we have for you at at your pace at any time uh, on our website, um, the price will go up to the standard price of I believe $29, I could be wrong. So like a dollar a day, right? All right, so now you know. I hope that if you missed it, you can get on with it and get in. These teachings will be there every day, devotionals, um, workout movement, mindfulness, uh, training, all the things that your mind is craving but your spirit needs because to just seek truth and live in the truth without the spirit takes us back into captivity. And to live the spirit without truth will lead us sometimes into a freedom that destroys our freedom. So we need both spirit and truth. And that's what you're gonna get today in this teaching. All right, you guys, have a great day, be well, and know this, that your nonsense makes sense to God and it is welcomed here. All right, we love you guys. Talk to you soon, peace. Day 24. What things have been shifting for you? What things has he been showing you? How are you feeling? For real, I wanna know, how are you feeling? If you were a personal training client and you showed up today, I'd be like, how are you feeling? And you, may, well, you might say, oh, my glutes are really sore from the workout on Monday, or I didn't sleep well last night, I don't have a lot of energy. So I'm asking you that question. How do you feel? 
It's the washing machine. That feelings don't get to rule us. Our feelings are very good servants and terrible masters. They are not meant to master you. Yeah, I love Kim Wagner said she's kinder to herself. Jennifer says I'm learning to trust God more. Yeah, you guys. And okay, keep going. Keep going. And I'm telling you, and we're going to talk about this today. I want to make sense of your nonsense because to not trust God, it really is nonsense. Like, what are we doing? It makes sense in the physical realm to go, I just, I'll take control. I'll trust myself. But we can't serve two masters. We can't serve our agenda and worship God. So that's nonsense. That will actually make us feel more crazy. Like you're almost, it's almost like this, once you know, you can't unknow. Like now we're responsible for knowing the gospel and it's a light and easy yoke. It's like God wants to take the pressure off of us. So it's nonsense when we still try to know God. I don't trust you. I don't trust my body. I'm shaming, whatever it is. But it's a reality that it's, it's true. So I'm here today. What I want to do is uh, I'm going to review what, we've, what I've been talking in the teachings. All the content of Weight Loss God's Way hopefully has just kind of been um, supplementing your soul these main teachings I feel like are maybe the horse pills that I need you to get for the week or the immunization for the week. And then we keep dripping those daily devotionals that keeps you kind of like a little bit, maybe for lack of a better word, on a feeding tube, like you're, you're getting that daily bread. But um, today I want to, um, when I come here on Facebook Live, I really want to like go these big like shots of immunization for your soul so you stay free. Because it's nonsense that we can actually, the Lord in his mercy and his goodness and kindness goes, I can make sense of that. And I want to help you to do that today. Okay. This is so good. Thank you guys for sharing. I, I promise you, I come back and I read these. So thank you for telling me what's going on. You got to understand, this is a really, I'm so blessed. We're so blessed to have Facebook lives and technology like this. But I would much rather be face to face with you. I would much rather so I'll come back and I'll read these things so I understand. Um, I'm, a, I'm a minister of the gospel, so I listen to what the Lord is saying first and most, but I also listen to what you guys are saying. So this, what, whatever progress you're having in testimony, I want to hear that. But I also want to hear if you're having troubles too. I, I absolutely am not afraid of that either. So share your struggles and share your snuggles. Like share what the Lord has been loving you and showing you his love for you. All right. Okay, so let's get going. If you're watching on the replay, you're there. Let's get going. All right, so just to kind of review, um, if you haven't noticed so far in Weight Loss God's Way, there's just this, this ebb and flow of gas pedal, brake pedal. Have you noticed that? Like, we're going to pay attention. We're going to participate. We're going to pick up this part that is ours to do. And then we're also going to let go and trust so that we don't get too over identified with one side or the other. There's a healthy tension that is going to be constantly present in your life. It needs to be present in order for the gospel to made manifest in you, to actually become present in you. You need the tension. See, that's the lie. I wrote that a couple days ago about how the world tells you you need like a vacation, but that you just, if it would all go away, then life would be good. And that is not true. 
we've got to learn how to take this, what feels like discomfort, what feels or we hear as bad news, and then metabolize it and turn it into, oh, this is actually something that God is giving me. He's allowing for me that I might know him better, that I might know grace, that I might need the power of the cross. This is it. This is why it's a daily, daily walk with him and learning. My hope is by the end of Weight Loss God's Way, well, there is no end, by the way. We'll have lots of other things we can keep doing together. This is your daily bread. This is how you exercise. You are living out and fleshing out what it means to be the son or the daughter of God. And it's a constant process and practice for the rest of your life. So that's why the world tries to get us to look at our body or look at results, look at this thing, the diagnosis, the thing that, that feels like final say, and it's just not. The cross has the final say. Everyone say that. The cross has the final say. Resurrection power is where we're always moving towards from glory to glory with intensifying glory. We are being transformed into his image. So there's nothing is stuck ever. All right, so making sense of our nonsense. Here we go. For people that have a hard time trusting God and then we fall into these two places of obsessing or neglecting about our body and feeling topsy-turvy, I want you to remember this. There's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason. Because if I can help you to understand, you're not crazy. It actually gives you a framework of grace and kindness for yourself. So let's review what I've been asking you guys to do with the big horse pills that I've given you. The first uh, teaching I talked about how we've got to get to these limiting beliefs. And we did that. I wish I had wrote, written down the numbers on the podcast, but it's over on the podcast. I've, I, had, I had Rev on the Road Jacksonville this last week, and I had a lot of people come up and say, I needed that. Keep doing that. It really was kind of coming to ourself to just go, wait a minute here. What is my limiting belief? Where did it come from? We, we kind of put that thing on trial and man, just kindness came. We understood kindness. And that was the next thing we talked about, that it's this kindness that leads us to repentance. Weight loss God way is all about a kinder way. The way of love and love is patient and love is kind. Love, supreme love. God is love. Everything about you, he loves and so we have a hard time understanding love because and this is where i want to take you today because of the life experiences we have had your story period your story good bad all the things that have happened to you when you were younger have built up and created a system for you of some type of safety which can we all just say, what a grace. What a grace. The Lord is not ashamed of your youth. He's not ashamed of the days that you didn't know him or the parents that didn't teach you or the fact that you might have had parents who taught you really well and you still didn't get it for whatever reason. But I would suggest to look at it has something to do with our limbic brain, the brain of our youth, of our old self. It's our old creation your ability to love and have reason to think, uh, to problem solve, to work together in community with other people, to, to be um, 
thinking love bears all things, believes all things, endures all things. To have a 1 Corinthians 13 kind of love absolutely has everything to do with a brain that has developed and grown a prefrontal medial cortex. And that did not happen until you were in your mid-20s. Okay, so there's a grace. That's why I always, I mean, this is just the teaching the Lord keeps saying, you, you got to tell them until they get it. Not so that we're going to dwell on the misfires of our brain, but that we can go, oh, wait a minute. Okay, all right. I can make sense. I do have this nonsense in me. That helps me to understand you're not choosing this, your fight, flight, fight, your fight, flight, freeze response, your, your feeling to go right to fear, shame, guilt, that kind of knee jerk, judgment, control, that fast response that you have, it happens within like a split millisecond. It's so fast. And it takes a little bit longer to get up to this reasoning place. So when you think about this, emotional brain down here, all the uh, self-preservation, it's your younger brain, it's the reason we don't know how to share, it's the reason that you don't have to teach a child, you know, not to share, <laughs> because they're just work, they're designed to self-protect, and it's a grace. Now, when we're raised in the home of caretakers that are loving, safe, compassionate, listening, make time for us. And, and again, no one has a perfect family, but if we, were, if we provided that kind of home, then we can actually develop in a resiliency. And if we didn't have that kind of younger life, old creation life, the resiliency isn't there. And so we just kind of do the, the, the self-preservation thing. And the Lord knows it. So in that place of being kind of in the old creation mind down here, but we are in new creation, it takes a little more time to get up to the new creation. And that is why everyone, yes, thank you for putting that verse, 2 Corinthians 10 up there. For if anyone's in the creation is a new creation, the old has passed away. Yes. And now here's the thing I want you to understand. We talk about these things not to give ourselves excuses for why we do what we do. There is no excuse because the cross says you're dead and now you're alive. But it helps you to understand so you can have empathy for yourself and then empathy for others and get forgiveness when you have done it wrong and you messed it up. Well, now you got to go and die to yourself and humble yourself. And that actually brings you more alive in Christ. So I know that I'm not here to say we're going to dwell on the misfirings of our past, but if you are aware of it, then you can change it. Can I get an amen? Self-acceptance and self-awareness precedes transformation. I cannot change what I do not know. This is why read Proverbs. It talks about wisdom and understanding. Go get it. The fear starts with the fear of the Lord. So you go to the Lord and you say, Lord, I'm still afraid. Lord, I, there's this pit in my stomach. What is it? Lord, because otherwise we're just like, blah, we're just spewing. And, and we could even like be shouting gospel, but really not settled in our soul. Like settled, confident. That if someone came and actually spit in your face, like Jesus would say, you could turn the other cheek. What? 
what? Like it's possible. But that takes this tenderness and kindness of the Lord to come and love the hell out of us. And that will connect the story of your your pain brain up into this transformed place. And that's why everything in Revelation Wellness that you've been doing, the workouts, the be still and be loves, the devotionals, the journaling and the writing, everything about it is designed for you to become a mindful person. Now, here we go. I hate that that word gets hijacked or, I mean, it's a great word. The scripture tells us to be sober minded, that the Lord did not give you a spirit of weakness or timidity, but power, love, self-control. Like you can be aware of what's going on and then make right choices. Of course we can. We have authority. We're sons and daughters. Think about that. Don't, this is why we raise our kids so that they wouldn't need us all the time to say no, yes, no, no. Like they learn, oh wait, this is good. They even smell it. Hmm, this smells good. Okay, this will be good. They're able to sense in their own inner landscape that this is going to be good for me or this is not going to be so good. That takes this attunement and mindfulness. So everything about it and what truly transcends and renews your mind is the Word of God. 100%. I do not want to. Please know that. I just think there's a lot of people that are reading Scripture and they're not getting it. It's, it's here, but it's not going into their heart. So honestly, I want to show you a little vision. Here's what it looks like when you're working through weight loss, God's weight, and you're holding this holy tension. You're out about in life. The day, maybe you, you spent some time in the Word in the morning, I hope so, and then you go about into life. Something happens because in the world you'll have trouble. Or maybe you're giving too much attention to your phones, your stress. You know what? We got to be really aware. My phone is here to serve me. I do not serve my phone. Going back to making space just to sit in quiet and observe. Do you know it's in that like my brain has nothing to do space that you heal. It's true. It's true. Where you have a nothing to do space is where you heal. But we're living in a time that we do, 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 go to sleep. Wake up. Do, 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 go to sleep. Wake up. And we wonder why we're seeing chronic disease just flying up the, up the ladder and people and doctors can't understand. I don't, they can't even diagnose it. They don't know what's going on. So they throw it all under autoimmune disorders because we're attacking our own body and life because we don't know how to just sit and be. That's why be still and be loved. That's why our workouts, we always give you a cool down and a like, oh, okay. Settle yourself down. So when you go about into life, here's what, here's what old creation looks like. Some, you can even, you take in the word of God. Okay, that's great. But it didn't get down to your heart. It didn't make a, 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 an exchange of any kind. It's just, it's just like a band-aid over a gaping wound, but it's there. Then you go out into life. Somebody says something, somebody does something, or somebody doesn't say something, or somebody doesn't do something, and wham, it hits that place inside of you, that neural pathway that has been grooved over and over, uh, that, and it's built on the lie, our first horse pill teaching. It's built on that lie, 
and it just bang, it goes and you do it, you feel it, you become it, you, you, you don't even have time, the feeling just goes and before you know it, you've said something, you've done something and then you begin to justify it and backfill it because what this or that and that's it. You move on and because justification says I don't have to deal with it but then you're wondering why do I feel so heavy? Why do I not feel satisfied? Why do I not have joy? Why am I so unhappy? You know what? I'll try a diet. That will help. Maybe I'll take control in some places. That will help. So you're fully living here, once in a while making it up to here. And God's word just kind of rumbles around in here. Now, here's what new creations look like. They have learned to take God's word and let it seep down into the places in their soul where they still have shame, fear, guilt, whatever. They've learned that this is for me. God, heal me through your word. What is your word saying to me? And that integrates our brain. That actually makes us a whole person. That's why don't, the word of God is never there to shame you. Never, never, never. It's always there. If you don't understand it, you go, well... I don't know. I don't think it's time for me to know that, Holy Spirit. When you need me to have wisdom and understand for that, you will give it to me. I ask you for it because you tell me in your word that if I lack knowledge of wisdom, I can ask and you'll give it to me. But I will not let what I don't understand shame me because we're not supposed to. We're not God. <laughs> it's like you don't understand how food works, but you still eat, right? So you take it in and it connects you back to yourself. And now here's what's really important. You've sat with it. You've, you've, you've let it apply to your life. And this is where journaling is really important. Sitting in quiet and breathing because your brain heals when it has nothing to do. So you're being intentional about letting the word come in. And it connects the gas pedal and the brake pedal of your life. The going about what you're going to do and also the ability to slow down to know what to do, right? So a new creation has this kind of integration in the morning or you've heard God's word. And I do believe there's power to, to don't reach for your phones. The first thing in the morning, you guys, don't reach for your phones. 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 <laughs> Why do I? Because again, your brain heals when it has nothing to do. If you jump right into doing, you, you missed this, this beautiful uh, healing time. And that's why get out of bed and go, if you can open your Bible, or if even if you go for your walk, listen to Revving the Word, whatever it is, it's integrating you. It's taking you higher, because that's what God's Word does. It brings you up to your... Your, parasymp your parasympathetic nervous system, which is up in your prefrontal medial cortex, which is where you heal, your wounds get healed because of that, your body repairs, you're optimistic, <laughs> you're thinking collectively and cohesively, very creative, um, but it's also helping you to identify in your life where, again, those lies try to pull you down. So you get that morning integration and then you go about your day and here's what happens. Something's going to happen, potentially, maybe not. Remember, because we talked about having a vision. Last week I talked about it. it's so important that you have a vision. You've got to have a vision for your day. 
the vision of continually keeping it in your mind about what does it look like for me to live as a living sacrifice to God, my body to be a temple, what am I eating, what am I choosing, what time am I going to bed, you got to vision that out and you, you don't just vision it once, you do it over and over and over. The Lord wants to draw that. It says in his word, without a vision, the people perish. Now you ask, Holy Spirit, give me a vision of my life. We talked about this last week. So with that vision always before you, but knowing there are stumbling blocks that come, things that can happen in the world, you will have trouble, but you learn how to take heart. So when that thing hits and you feel it, then you are quick to sink into your body. You come down. A disintegrated person feels it and just reacts. But an integrated person feels it and then can sink down. They can breathe and acknowledge that hurt. <laughs> that didn't feel good. They're able to know what they know and feel what they feel. So it then comes down to your heart. This is God just dwells right here with us. But then from this space, when we come to here, this is what's happening. Then we can go up to the prefrontal medial cortex and the wholeness of who we are comes up. And we come with the Holy Spirit, come up higher to remember what God has said, to keep the vision before us of who we are as a mom or a coworker or a wife or whoever it is. So it's kind of like a new creation sinks down to rise back up, which is just the picture of humility. We go down, we get in our body, we're like, whoo, pay attention. Wow, look, my face, I'm furrowing my face. Man, my hands are clenching. Oh, my stomach is sick. Come on, am I preaching to nobody? We can do this. Yes, Angela says, goals. Yeah, here's the goal. You're doing it. You're doing it. When you sit and you breathe for three to five minutes and do nothing but absorb his presence. You don't have to do anything to make him happy. You don't. He's pleased with you. So you receive his pleasure and you're, oh, I'm a kid. I'm his child. I'm his bride. I'm his, I'm his everything. I've got, I've got everything in Christ. What am I making this about? That's coming and you sink in. Get with the mercy seat, right? The mercy seat's right on your heart. And then you can come up to what God has said. John 14, 21, Jesus. I love John 14. Everyone read John 14 today. John 14, whoever has my commandments and keeps them, commandments and keeps them, right? Oh, wait, this is what you said. I got a reason. These are commandments. I don't even have to understand why, but it's you said it, right? Come on. We're like, well, I'll do it when I understand why. No, he said it. So let's just do it because it's going to be best. <laughs> so whoever keeps my commandments, think about and keeps them. It is he who loves me. It is he who has sunken into me. It's he who has fallen on his knees and gone down. It's he who has dropped their agenda and their justification and has, they have interrupted the usual program of I feel something and this is what I do and then I justify it because of what I believe up here in my prefrontal medial cortex to be true. Nope. God goes, I'm integrating these two places. I'm connecting. I'm, your story matters, and we're going to transform that story. But you have sunk down into him. It is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father, right? 
and I will love him and manifest myself to him. That's another crazy little word where people go, this is weird, manifest. You know, guys, it's in the Bible. It means to make something seen that was unseen. This is why all, nobody falls short. Of, everyone gets this. He wants to manifest himself in you. He wants to say, for back to the gal who said, goals, yep. And not only is it goals, it's going to happen. But it goes back to, oh, hey, I'm aware of, I'm aware that I'm angry. I'm aware that I'm thinking really negatively. I'm being very critical. Look at how I'm furrowing my brow. Come on. And from that, we can sink into the mercy seat, slide into it, where his love casts out all fear and his love perfects us. Then he goes, you got my love? Okay, let's come up high. Let's go, let's go reason. Let's go take this perspective again. And here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Because God's word is wanting to make its way out of us. It wants to get in us, change us. It says, hey, bring, go ahead and bring you know, that's that, that pain that you had or the thing, don't worry. And again, I'm saying, we're not going to dwell in our pain. We're just going to go, oh my gosh, I make sense to me now. Wouldn't that be great? Like, I make sense. I'm not crazy. I'm healing. And now I understand the purpose in this. And, and the full point too is that we can now have compassion and empathy, not judgment on those who are getting there too. We went the way of the cross. We didn't just poof, I'm all better. And some people do. Some people get totally delivered from their frustrations or ailments. Hey, men. But the majority of the people have to walk with the Lord with a yoke that is easy and light. Jesus himself had to walk to the cross. He was not delivered of the pain because he said, Father, if it could be your will, would you take this from me? He was sure he was sinking down into his heart going, this is scary. I don't want to do it. It's, it's I, the thought of the pain or I, I really believe I, we don't know, but I believe his greatest pain was to be without the father. He knew he would be separated from God. He knew he would be separated from love and he didn't know life with like, wait, What would I, how will I breathe? How, what will I do? Could you take this from me in any other way? But then he comes up high to his prefrontal medial cortex and goes, but not my will, but yours. I don't have to know what's, how it's all going to go down. And I mean, he was God, so I'm sure he knew, but he also was human, so he also understood the pain. He also understood what it's going to feel like because he had to take the sins of the world upon him. But he came back up and said, but I could stay back here in the fear of my payment. No, your will be done. Okay. So your assignment, I want to encourage you guys. I have, I have one thing for you. So that God would manifest himself in you. We talked about keeping the vision. His kindness is what's calling you out. He's get, that's where it gets into our hearts. It's not just, you know, weight loss isn't just calories in, calories out, all in my head. More information. Let me read another blog post. A little more information, more information. God's like, stop it. Come down to your heart. <laughs> Come on into the kindness of who I am. My heart draws you his heart deep calls to deep and then from that kindness place he goes now let's get a vision let's get a vision for life healthy and whole i want you to keep the vision before you elisa keep it before you 
keep it before you. Anything that comes to try and take the thought uh, away from that vision, take it captive because we got a plan, we have a vision. So when we believe in the vision and we continue to walk towards it, it will manifest itself. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Everyone say this, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's a matter of pressure and time. Just like how a diamond is formed, pressure and time, <laughs> pressure and time. That's why y'all need to learn how to breathe, how to take a walk, how to drink more water, <laughs> how to exert yourself, how to shake it off, sweat, breathe. Do those things because your body is holding on to those old places and it wants to release and shed it out. So you transform into that manifested new creation that you would make seen the love of God on the earth. And I will love him and manifest my, myself. And verse 23 goes on and it says that God manifests, manifests himself by making his home in us. Body home. Here it is. My body home. He's in here. He's talking right now to you. Isn't that fun? He's always with me. He's so much fun. Life is just great. It's great. And even if today, even if the mountains crumble, I'm going to feel it. And I'm going to sink into my heart. And remember what his word has said to me. Because heaven and earth will pass away. Jesus said heaven and earth will pass away. But my word will last forever. My word will stand. If God said it, it's going to happen. So I'm going to get myself there as fast as I can. That's the strong tower. That's the safety place. So your assignment is um, reading the word of God. So keeping your vision before you, always before you, of who you are, living healthy and well and enjoying your body and having life abundant and joy and smiling at people and not being critical, being actually being salt and light where people see you and go, man, I just feel better for being around her. I really, he's pretty darn, he's like strong, but soft too. Like there's something about him. Yeah. Because Jesus is manifesting himself in you and through you. So you're going to read the word, the logos. And when you read the word, you're going to ask yourself after you've read it, what has God said? What is, what has God said to me in this word? So for example, today's word, whoever has my commandments and keeps them, he it is who loves me and he who loves me will be loved by my father and I will love him and manifest myself to him. So when I read that and you'll read it and you're going to hear something out, your Holy Spirit's going to say something else, but mine reads it today and goes, God wants to make himself known through me and he only can do it through his love. That's what my, that's what his word is saying to me. As I read that, my, my Holy Spirit, my radio receptors receive that as God wants to show himself in me and he does it through his love. And as I agree with his commandments, our love connection is staying strong. So that's something I would write down. That's really important. Writing is so important. You guys, I know, I know you're like another thing to do, Elisa. It's the, it's really, really it transcends um, to just like read scripture and think about it. It's something, but when you write it down, even if you never look at it again, it holds power and it, it does something neuroscience wise that, that just thinking about it can't do. So what has God said? And then what am I to do? So I read that scripture and go, okay, what am I to do? 
I need to let just, I need to let the Lord love me all the time, all the time. His commandments love me. I don't see his commandments as burdensome. It's actually, he's loving me when he says, when I have to say no to something that's so kind. So I need to be, that's for me to do. Like I, I'm going to continue to let him love me today in all my choices. Remember that we talked about the acronym holy, have only loving kindness yearnings. You want to have a holy life? Have only loving kindness desires. Everything is about God's love. I'm making a choice based on God's love, not on fear. Then your second thing, once you've kind of read some scripture, what is God saying? What am I to do? What is God saying? What am I to do? Then the second thing, as you go about your day, you think about the rhema word. The, the God is always whispering. The, in his home, in me, he's always wanting to hang out. Like, hey, want to talk? <laughs> hey, Lisa, get off your phone. We can hang out for like five minutes. Want to talk? Right? Come on. Want to talk? Hey. It's like a kid that shows up bouncing a ball. Want to play? Want to play? That's why, by the way, I do this in my day. I, I only work for 50 minutes at a time, and then I take a 10-minute break. I try to make these transitions times where I just get up, Move my body, get some water, put on the worship song, move a little bit, talk to the Lord, sit. I, I interrupt so that I'm giving time for his love to come and just, hey, let's just hang out. Because if you don't do that, you're just thinking that you are, you turn into a Pharisee. Like, I got things to do. I got words to write. Like, no, you really don't. Because if I'm writing anything, it's coming through him. So it's better to hang out with someone than to demand something of them, right? So, so I have to know in the day, what is God saying right now? What's God saying and what does he want to do right now? Right now, because it's present tense. The word that is written will last forever, but the words that he's saying are in line with what he has said. They will not contradict, by the way. What God is saying will not contradict what he has said. And if you're uncertain, then get some other people around you because you're not always the best judge of you. This is where healthy community goes, well, I don't know. Like I have known women who have justified, I have known women in ministry who have justified sleeping with men because God is healing them. I'm like, I'm sorry, wait, <laughs> wait a minute here. I thought his word tells us about the marriage bed and yoking and mar and like, Sexual immorality, like there, we will take ourselves on our own into places where we think the word is all lining up, but it's when we have a, a, deprived, a depraved mind. That's why we need community around us if we get confused, if we're not sure. But for the most part, I feel pretty confident because I have peace. There's nothing in me that I worry about. Wow, if this gets out, it could be pretty bad. Nope. God will always have us walking in the light. Always have us walking in the light and always have us feel like, no, you're good. Hey, people, you're going to have some people probably not agree with you, but don't worry about it. Look around at the fruit. Do you have, have you, have you had counsel? Okay, keep going. You know, people that are, what is the scripture that says without uh, many, a man comes to ruin, like without many counsel. So you have to do this in community. And it's sacrificial, but it's worth it. Okay, this is it. That's all I have time for. I went way too long. I got to go. I got to get in my car and get down to Fort Lauderdale. How are we doing? All right. Did you enjoy that today or did you enjoy it? I'm not here for your entertainment. 
Did it make sense? Did it help make sense of your nonsense? And then glorify God. Glorify God. He's integrating it all. And you're learning how to become this, this spiritual Jesus giant of like, I have now re reconciled. I'm reconciling myself all the time. I'm an ambassador of reconciliation. God is making me more whole. So if you're just at the beginning phase of this, have grace. It's okay if you're like, oh, I've done it again. Practice all the things we give you in, in RevWall TV. This is foot up therapy. Things that you, you can't talk about it anymore. You just got to go and express it and do it and experience because the experience is rewriting a neural network for you from your limbic brain, your emotional brain up to your PMFC, which then is also that reasoning brain and that gets you going. So then you can sink back into your heart. You're like, hey, I really like my home. I like my body. It's such a good a good design. You know, there's stairs in this house and I'm like, whew, stairs. <laughs> I'm almost 50, everyone. I'm like, oh, my knees are cracking. My knees are making noises different, but you know what? I don't shame it. I'm like, hey, I'm going to look to the things that are unseen. What's seen is temporal, but I'm going to take care of this body the best I can. Guess what? It's going to age. It's going to age. This is not my home. I'm getting closer to heaven than I am earth. <laughs> and I'm good with that. Because I, every day I make, I make, whoa, hey, oh, every day I make Jesus more manifested on the earth. Okay, you guys are doing it right. Do, keep doing your assignments. Keep journaling all the things that we hand to you. Say, try this, practice this, try them. If you're just doing the devotionals, it's something. But is it new? I, I told you at the very beginning of this challenge, try something you haven't tried. Do something you haven't done here and see what God might do. So thank you, God, for this time. Thank you for everyone hearing and listening and growing and inviting you into their heart to live and have your home in them. God, I pray that your commands, your words, your written word and your utterance of words, your whispering word to us, God, would be so in sync and strengthen us from the inside out that we are no longer confused, that you are integrating us and healing us and creating a new creation that doesn't feel ashamed of its past, but also doesn't dwell, Lord, that we move forward from day to day, from glory to glory, and we know that we have a way. Thank you that Jesus made it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Bye, you guys. Thanks. Have a great day. Yes, lots of prayers. I'll keep you guys updated um, on my Instagram or over on Revelation Wellness Instagram.